Welcome to Clark County Today. I'm your host, David Medore. Our guest today is Commissioner, County Commissioner Tom Milkey. Thank you, David, for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. Tell us about the charter vote the, that you, just happened a few days ago. It went down in flames. It went down in flames. It had a little history to it. We had uh, promised the people we'd put this on for a vote this year after some classes explaining what a charter is and is not. But it was only the first step. It wasn't about charter yet. It was about allowing freeholders to be on the ballot this year. They have to sign up in the first weeks of, of June to become uh, a freeholder. And we were going to have five freeholders uh, from each commissioner district. Mm -hmm. And uh, after we did this, uh, we as a board promised that we would allow freeholders to sign up and be on the ballot. Well, it came up. And in the last two weeks, after this whole year, in the last two weeks, a whole bunch of negative things came up of people that didn't want it. And turned the tide. I think it's been turned into a political thing because of the effects it may have. Oh. And as, if I understand correctly, and correct me if I'm wrong, there were two primary things that that charter type of government for the county was supposed to do or, or potentially likely would do. One, it would give the people of this county a, an initiative process so that we could vote on issues like potentially the CRC light rail crossing project. Mm -hmm. The other thing it would do is that it would uh, ensure that each of the county commissioners were voted by the people in their district. And right now, the general election determines who's going to be the county commissioner regardless of the district, is that correct? And that's voted countywide. And this would have potentially fixed that. What it does, it, right. As it is today, we vote in the primary in the district, but not in the general election. And for the last two decades, for example, North Clark County, the a person who was winning never won in the primary. Hmm. But when the general vote come countywide, heavy base of voters down south in Vancouver determined who would represent North County and was never the person that the people of North County chose. And it was I the see. same situation in East County. So the idea behind having districts is that each area is a little more focused. You can have that area can have their county commissioner who pays attention to them and those are the, if, if they're not representing them well then that district has the power to remove them as, or to vote them out at the next election. That's correct. And right now it's just countywide and their vote ends up being diluted by everyone else in the county. That's right. You, that, that way we don't get true representation. So it sounds like if people want to have more local control, more local voice, have the county commissioner yeah. pay attention to them, better it would it would would have moved us in the right direction it's a I, shame I, to hear that it's that it's dead because those are advantages i think that everybody would win i take uh, representation very seriously i'm not afraid of the people uh, because um, i believe i represent the majority of the people mm. in north county i think i represent the majority of the people in the whole county but not necessarily necessarily the way the votes are slung yes well First of all, I, I want to invite you to, at any time in the, in the future, as, as long, in addition to the other two commissioners, to come and inform us about these things, because I think a lot of people are taken by surprise after the fact here. This vote is already, it already happened, so this, yeah. this is dead. I, it went sideways. 
you know, when we when we make a promise, when I make a promise, I st I stay to it. There is nothing earth moving about this movement or the putting the freeholders on the ballot. So that promise you're talking about is that one year ago there was a promise made by the commissioners that said we're going to study this for a year and put it on the ballot. Yes. And that's what's not happening now. Yeah, the people who came to us said they were going to consider uh, collecting signatures to get it on the ballot. And we said, no, no, we want to represent you. We, we, we'll put it on there for you. Uh -huh. But we want to educate the people so that they know what it is and what it is not. Can it, so if people wanted those two advantages, and I suppose there are some people that think, well, we don't want either one of those things, but I would assume that most people would because mm -hmm. it gives more power to the people. Yeah. Uh, if they wanted to say, well, we want this, this particular thing to happen, rather than go through a study process, mm -hmm. suppose they just say, we want a charter government and a county government, and we want these two issues to be the two main things, the, the privileges that we gain, the rights that we gain. Can they do that? Or do you have to go through this year or two study process? Uh, once we are charter county, we don't have to. I mean, before, we, just, to, just to try to get to the charter county. Do you oh, still, does that process to get there, does it always require a year or two of study? It starts study? with the freeholders, yes. It starts with the freeholders. The freeholders are the group of 15 people that would bring back what they think would represent the majority of the people that they, that they would like. So it's a necessary step in the process. Yes. I see. But what's amazing and how we recognize those things is that at the end of every class of the explanation for fun, he would lay out 10 or 12 things, um, questions um, of changing government, electing the administrator, doing different things. And then we were each given five pieces of paper and we'd put those in the envelopes of what we thought was the most important. And the things that you talk about were the most important that came out every time out of seven meetings, referendum initiative, and elect our commissioners from within their districts. And I expect, so basically it was, it was taking a poll among those attendees that we're asking them what issues or what new powers should this new charter government have. Right. And those two were common. I expect that there were, there were other ones in there Then maybe there were some argument for and against uh, those other mm -hmm. ones, but certainly those were common. It looked like it was it, it something. It was great. The, the people had uh, good ideas, and one of them was that they couldn't put anything forward without having funding for it. So people just couldn't willy-nilly throw something out there. The people that were coming and listening to this and, and considering something, they recognized you just can't do anything without funding sure. it. So if you try that to was, do too good. much, then you dilute it and nothing happens. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so let me ask you also, there is a 911 tax that just was voted on recently, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. And if I understand that correctly, if we all look at our phone bills, we'll, look, we'll see a, a multiple line items there that add all kinds of different taxes. And one of those is a 911 tax. Mm -hmm. And that 911 tax pays for our emergency phone system. And that phone system uh, we send the bill, the bill goes to the state, and the state pays the bill. So our 911 tax collected goes to the state, and the state pays the bill. But there's some other pressure going on here. And tell, what, what's going on with this other pressure to maximize yeah. our tax here on the, in Clark County? The legislature brought a year ago to the county and CRESA 
our emergency services. The um, need for um, 50 cents for a tax that that uh, was automatic that they put on um, that we no we we were mandated we had to put that on there by order of the state to handle voice over internet so people on a computer could call for help. At that time, they said, we also want you to vote on, the Board of Commissioners, vote on a 20 cent uh, additional tax uh, on per line, the internet, telephone, cell phones, every phone. And uh, at that time, we said, no, we don't think we want to do that. We had, I think it was $2.1 million in reserves. So and we did not need that revenue. We didn't need that, but the state was mandating, saying if we didn't put that 20 cent tax on, which is the maximum allowable, and that's when they set that, they moved that maximum up, that if we didn't tax that maximum that they set, they would stop paying our 911 bill. Okay. So, so in other words, they're putting pressure, the state was putting pressure on Clark County saying that we want you to raise your tax to the yeah. maximum, add this extra tax to each of our phone bills, and not just the landlines, but all the cell phones as well. Everything. Everything. Yeah. And if you don't do that, we're going to penalize you. And we're going to stop paying your, what, how many, how much, hundreds of thousands of dollars of, is our nine About a half bill? a million dollars a month is, is about what Does it is. Does that seem right to you? No, no, it's not right. It, it is. They didn't want to take a tax vote, so they turned and, and mandated with punishment if we didn't do it down here. And, and, and I guess the problem that I'm having, we were only short $300,000 from the maintenance and operation of the program we had going. The tax that they want us to put on raises $1.1 million. So even after- So we could raise our tax sum we could adjust, to cover that. We could adjust by priority our budgets and fund it from within our existing current budget mm -hmm. in the county. But now we have to turn around and tax the people, by almost a mandate, over a million dollars. They connected these two, didn't they? They said, well, you we want to be able to have voice over IP. Was that supposed to cost more for this, for emergency services? Or? Oh, that, that added 50 cents last year. So and they're that, already charging that? That was mandated last year. We had to pass that, state mandate. So we passed that because we were So mandated. they're still putting on the pressure, even though that's all covered. We call it unfunded mandates. But what they do, they pass, like everything else, it runs down to the consumer. Hmm. The people picked that up last year. We have a 911, an enhanced 911. We have sales tax. So we have local utility tax. Look at your phone bill. It ends up being 25 to 30% of your bill. It's amazing. I think many people don't look at that phone bill and realize how many different taxes are there. And so, so far, uh, the Clark, you as a commissioner, the commissioners have not passed. We, you have not said, well, we're going to maximum maximize the tax. On uh, so you said no, you haven't done it so far, right? Which no. penalizes us. In other no. words, the state's not giving us our fair share of the taxes that we're already paying. Uh, yesterday, um, we had to take action on it. I argued the fact that we still had a million and a half dollars in our reserve. Okay. So what we, did you do? We, this last year, we used our reserve to continue funding and keeping all of our 911 operators in place. We still have enough money to keep our 911 operators in place and wait for our economy to pick up a little bit or wait for the legislature to realize the unfair mandate that they're putting upon the people of Clark County. Okay.
They're punishing us more or half as much as what they want us to raise. So they, there was a vote yesterday by the three county commissioners. Yeah. And, I, and so basically to maximize that tax, they add that to the 911. In other words, to go along with what the state is putting the pressure on to do, which is to maximize that. In other words, we would have had to add the 20 cents. So how did that vote turn out? Um, it passed without my vote. In other words, I the three said, county commissioners, in other words, Steve Stewart and Mark Bolt, passed that tax and added that tax to our nine, that nine one, extra 911 tax. How much did it add? $1.1 million. To our, even least. though we didn't need anywhere near that We amount. didn't need $1.1 million. And best case, worst scenario, paying the half a million dollars phone bill that the state stopped paying, we were only 800000 in debt. Are you, are you very often the dissenting vote on things like this? I, I get very emotional. <laughs> Do you really? I try not to, um, but sometimes I go no, home. No, you I'm care about trained. this. Your people are... It, you can't and, keep passing the buck to the people. These are tough times. Mm. The government needs to tighten their belt the same. You don't add a tax when you've got a, a million and a half dollars. We have more in reserve than what the tax would raise. I think you're not alone in that conviction. I think a lot of people feel like, man, I can hardly get by as it is. What are you doing adding here, a little here, a little there? And it incrementally just bumps up whatever people are paying. And that's a monthly, if you're going to have any kind, kind of a phone service, you're going to be paying that now. So that added. It kind of goes back and, and validates the Charter County thing where you elect your commissioners from within their district to make it more accountable. Well. I don't think the people of Clark County appreciate us putting another over $1.1 million burden upon their backs. It might look like only 20 cents. It's still $1.1 million, no matter how you look at it. Yeah, that's every month, right? Every month. So every month, another 20 cents for every, that's on your phone, your yes. cell phone, every, any kind of phone service, right? Yes. And for a family where you've got maybe three, four, five, six, depending on how many kids in the family, mm -hmm. how many cell phones you have, that's every month, yeah. charge and that. I guess if you're, if you're lucky enough to, to be employed, may not appear to be a whole bunch. But if you have to have a phone because it's a necessity, it's not fair. It's also not fair to put a tax on when you have a reserve. Yeah. Well, the, the cell phones these days are our yeah. lifelines. That's we, how we communicate we, we with have, everybody. We have more needs down the road. Sure. We do. We need to yeah. buy more, uh, more new radios down, down the road. But let's cross that bridge when we get there. Let's don't, we're burying our people in debt and unemployment. We can't keep doing it this way. Well, I would assume that if people wanted to, let's say that we're going to invest in new radios, for instance, just what if. And we, we figure out about what the cost of those ought to be. And rather than to bond and borrow and then pay interest on that, mm -hmm. I would I would think I mean just as just as because I'm business guy, yep. uh, as a business guy, we don't go borrow and then pay on the, the uh, on our. <laughs> what we do is we save up first and say we're going to buy that particular thing. We set the money aside and we'll budget. And finally, we when the time comes, we're going to get it. We'll draw from that cash, get her done, and. I would think that that would that would make sense in this case for it's, the radios. It's Why? funny you mention that because that's what they told me they were going to do with the extra money that they were taxing you. And that never <laughs> happened, huh? Well, it will. I'm sure it will. 
But the thing is, is it really going into we a, like to a, I keep saying, we have one and a half million dollars today. Um, the tax will raise 1.1 million every month. And um, so, uh, and they said, well, we'll just put the extra money that we're taxing into a capital, capital reserve to buy those radios when it comes time to buy the radios. Well, if it's designated, uh, hopefully, now that the tax is there, hopefully it will be used for the right purpose. Can I, I change topic here for a minute? Sure. One of the other uh, current topics that some people know in our, about in our county and some don't is the idea of bringing a, a building a baseball stadium here for a minor league who is, who is uh, over the last several months, I guess since January, been talking with various individuals. And that is something, in order, that's going to cost money, about 23 or $24 million to build a stadium. And we don't have that money sitting around, so we'd have to borrow that. And in order to borrow that, you'd have to, get some, you'd have to create some kind of a new fee or a new tax. And whether it be a fee or tax, as a citizen, to me, it's all tax. That's right. And the, I'm surprised at some of, these, some of the process of this because that new tax, if I understand you correctly, and you tell me if I'm wrong here, that means that every time you go to a play or, or a movie, any entertainment where you're pay, paying for a ticket, uh, you're, that 50 cents uh, gets tacked onto the, that ticket price, and that goes toward the baseball stadium. Is that right? No, David, I got to tell you that I was the last guy in the county to learn about this. And, but since that time, since the newspaper started calling me and asking me why I was doing this, I've come to learn about the um, need for the county to bond to build this facility for the beavers. And uh, I've come to learn that this fee, entertainment fee that they're proposing, putting on anything and everything to include our fare, uh, would be for the baseball players or for the baseball stadium. And while you might believe in a user's fee, I always weigh things back. What is the role of government? And I believe in user's fee. Yep. I, I used to race boats. I bought my own gas, paid my own way there. I didn't ask anybody else to step up and add to my funds when they went to the movie theater with their family. That's what this is about. It's like having somebody else pay for your entertainment not the role of government, and they need to pay for it themselves. In other words, this team that's coming, this is a privately owned team, uh, baseball team. Yes. And so it's really a private business. And like a movie theater is a private business. They might be part of a bigger corporation or something, or a, a public stock owned or something, but mm -hmm. this is basically a private business. And so the plan for funding for this is to tax some private businesses, which would be like theaters and play, people that put on plays, mm -hmm. and to, to uh, take that income and give it to that, basically, in effect, indirectly, that to business. that private business. That's right. So it's really right. a shifting of funds uh, in order yeah. for, it's entertainment. It's where the government gets their, into the entertainment business. Their argument is that they bring business here. They, they bring more business to the hotels and to the restaurants. Um, if the restaurants and hotels believe in it, let them pay for it. Don't ask me if I was to go buy a, 
uh, ticket to go to the fair that I have to pay for the baseball. So we all like, I mean, there's, who would argue against baseball? There's a lot of people that like baseball. And apple pie it's, and it's, all that stuff. Sure, yeah, sure. baseball's a wholesome activity. It's good, but there's baseball uh, diamonds all over the county here in That's parks and schools. That's why we used to go out there and play on the dirt, though. Yeah. I'm sure this would be AstroTurf. <laughs> yeah, well, actually. But you know, government gets in, involved in this stuff. You know, and people had a chance. If they had an initiative and referendum in place, we wouldn't own a golf course that loses $300,000 a year, roughly. Uh, which is another form of entertainment. Yes. Uh, but, but let me, let me just uh, ask you about some of these facts here. I've checked into some of these things, and basically the, the name of the team is Yakima Bears. And, of course, if they move away from Yakima, they're currently housed in Yakima. They have a stadium that they built uh, about a, a decade or so ago, maybe 12, 10 or 12 years ago, maybe, uh, maybe a little bit longer than that. And they haven't been doing very well in Yakima. And the, so the idea is to go to a more populated area, and hopefully they do better there. Uh, and they play, they're a minor league. They're uh, an AA team rather than AA or rather than AAA. They're, they're just between uh, high school and, and, and college. college and, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so they're, they're, they're not professional, but they're, I'm sure they're entertaining to watch. Uh -huh. They have a short season. They play 38 games per season. Uh, they are, there are eight teams that they play in, our, in, in basically this northwest region. Uh, there's east and west, and, and uh, the... Hopefully they can get enough people to, uh, to, to play here. Now that all sounds really good, and I think everybody would support that. Well, sure, we, we, please come, come be in our area. But the, the, the thing is that, uh, that is the question, is what it's going to take to get them here? And that is, well, you've got to build a brand new stadium. Well, okay, how much is that going to cost? 23 or $24 million. Where are you going to get that money? Well, we're going to borrow it. Who's going to pay the bill on that? Well, taxpayers. New tax. <laughs> well, new they tax. don't. If they don't pay for it, they're going to be responsible for it. And that's reason I mentioned those other things, such as the Hilton that we got involved with, mm -hmm. the uh, amphitheater that we got involved with, yeah. the uh, the new building at the fairground. These are not paying for themselves. They're going into debt. The now, economy is bad, and we're losing on all of these. And and I see this going the same place. I have a tough time recognizing the role of government in entertainment. I, I, through history, I recognize of all things the fairgrounds. But I don't, you know, over in Spokane, they, they've even gotten into motocross. Do we want to go to motocross next? Do we want to go to stock car racing? Well, Where do we draw this line if we start down this path when government itself is not surviving and we re we're removing services to the people. So we, uh, the government, the role of the fundamental role of the government is to provide police and fire and basic services like that. And then uh, yes. additional services can be added. And I would, I would assume, and most people would assume, that they would be added if people vote for that. Now, in this case, we have a team that's really talking with the decision makers in the area. And I guess this is a, supposed to be a county-funded uh, county project. Uh, and in order to get that done, that approved, the three county commissioners, you being one, would have to approve that, correct? Well, two of the three. Okay, two of the three. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you are one of the county commissioners, but it would take two out of the three. So even if you vote against this and, they, and the other two commissioners, two people 
can build a 23 or 24 million dollar stadium and say, well, that's we're going to obligate that. So worse well, yet, David, they put the people of this of the county responsible for that debt. So it, it's debt, and there's an ongoing cost in order to keep that afloat. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, the I, I've done some numbers on it. Uh, what I do know about it is, and it's all been in conversation, so this may have changed, but I, I believe it's still reliable, but I am fallible, so that's my, my so disclaimer I, I can, there. I can verify these tomorrow. I do have an appointment tomorrow morning to meet with the team and one of the promoters uh, to listen to see what they have to say. Um, if other people want to attend that meeting also, is that something that is open to the public? No, it's, a, it's a private meeting over a cup of coffee in a coffee shop. Okay. All right, that, that's I could tape this if you want, but I don't think it'd be legal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm hoping I get to drink my whole cup of coffee. I I, I would love to be able to talk <laughs> with with the team general manager directly, so that he can explain uh, himself. Because we don't want to. I, I don't like to talk about people without talking mm -hmm. to people. And here's what I know about this the stadium. Uh, the private company is supposed to put in 30 uh, percent of of the cost of this stadium. Uh, in other words, they're obligated for 30% of a 20, what, $26 million or so loan. Mm -hmm. and you know, David, like you, I used to be a business owner. Mm -hmm. I would have loved to have the general public come in, and I only had to put up 30% for my trucking company. Yes, I understand. It's, uh, <laughs> you, you, Are you feeling that, too? You feel the love? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I understand that. This You don't think this is a good idea because of the burden it will put and the debt that it will put. It's gonna, and again, it's another form of deficit spending. For yeah. some benefit, some people think, well, hey, I understand that people may want to be yeah. able to have a stadium for the benefits, and it will help bring more businesses for, for the hotels. And, we're, we're looking for jobs, yes, but are they going to be menial jobs? Are they going to be family wage jobs? What are they going to be? I, I, I have a tough time other than the, the construction of the ball field. Which is a temporary thing and it's done. They're trying to get that done right away. But yeah, you're right. If they're going to sell hot dogs and to collect tickets, I, I those don't see are a not family, family wage wa job here. Right? That's right. That's probably <laughs> minimum wage jobs. Uh, but basically the public is going to be, have to pay for that 70% of, of the cost of that. I've done a quick calculation here. If let's say that the seventy percent that the public is is liable for, the county has to pay. Uh, if you look that up, and I just ran a quick quick calculation here for um, you go to you can find amortization schedules on the internet really easy. We'd end up paying about one point two three million dollars per year of uh, interest and principal payments. That's a typical payment for uh, twenty for a sixteen million dollar loan. Wow. Okay, and uh, that's. So that, that has to be paid, or uh, it has to come from somewhere. And suppose they charge $15 per ticket, and just say 2,000 tickets per game average, and there's 38 games per year. I think they're looking for like 20,000. I think um, that someone said that they were only bringing about 19,000 people to a ball game actually it's like actually actually that it's 10 percent of that it's it, this is not like pge park <laughs> oh it's this, not no this is this is oh. well, this is not this is not a major league this is like you're talking about 
uh, maybe 1,500 or 1,400. I uh, think that's about well, their I've, attendance. I've got bad information already. Yeah, well, the, uh, well <laughs> I, again, I could be wrong, but I've, I've looked at this, I've studied this, I've read about this, and I'm not an expert, but this is what I've been able to discover. Okay. Uh, 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 probably optimistic or middle of the road anyway, number of tickets they would sell per game would probably about to be about 2,000. So if you take 2,000 tickets, $15 a ticket, 38 games per season, which is how much they play, and assuming they're all home games here, mm -hmm. which I don't expect they will be because they're, nobody else is going to be, oh, right. they're, they travel around, that would be one, a little $1.14 million a year in ticket income. Well, that's less than the, than the cost for the loan. The problem with that is the, uh, <laughs> you're going to have to pay employees to click tickets, employees to sell concessions. You're going to have to have maintenance and insurance and security and all of those other things, and plus pay the ball uh, players and, play and have some profit left for the team. Where's that money coming from? The only wow. place I can imagine it, it has to come from the sale of concessions. Now, I wonder if the public is liable for 70% of the cost of the building the stadium, is the public also supposed to get 70% of the cost of the concessions? Uh, those are things that I would probably have worked out. I, I know we negotiate those things for our fairgrounds. Mm -hmm. And um, we know I, I, I can save a lot of money here if we use the amphitheater for the okay. ballpark, we'd have half of it covered, and we might make some money there. Well, It's already paid for. Is, uh, if I understand correctly, <laughs> this is not something that is going to pay for itself. This is losing money from the very beginning, and plus you add all those other things. And well, we know this, this would fit in with our golf course. <laughs> in other words, in other words <laughs> our it's amphitheater and, and our new building at the fairgrounds with and the, the Hilton. Hilton. And, and, and this way we can have one more thing to add to that indebtedness. Okay, so I, I get you. You're not opposed to bringing in, to opposed to, this is more deficit spending yes. initially to build the, the thing and then for the operation every year for the sake of getting some entertainment. Mm -hmm. And some people, I can imagine, some people would still want this because, hey, they really like ball games. I, I think they're gonna argue that we're gonna create jobs. They're gonna tell me how many jobs they're gonna bring into Clark County. We need jobs. Gosh, we need jobs. We do, but, I, but publicly I don't, funded I don't jobs? see them here. Well, that's true. I, I guess it kind of reminds me of what's um, going on with the I-5 bridge. Why don't we just write a check out to all the labor groups that are supporting the I-5 bridge, and then we can save a whole bunch of money if we just write them a blank check. <laughs> I am with you. <laughs> the, the, uh, the, the deficit spending and the taking on of debt and the, the operation and maintenance and of, of these additional things that government can do, well, there was a time when it looked like, hey, there's, there's plenty of funds there, you can do these things, but we're in a different era now. Now mm -hmm. uh, our economy is in trouble. Everything is down. Our, our gas consumption, so we don't get gas tax. People are trying to save money. Real, real estate taxes that we rely on so sure. much to pay off the debt of the, of, of the fairgrounds. All this stuff is, is down. And um, sales tax is down. Local government, county government exists. Because people are tightening their tax. belt and they don't have the money to be able yeah. to, to spend. As people lay off, they stop spending sure. money. The more they stop spending money, yeah. the more people the government yeah. lay off. So this is a... Uh, this, this depends on people having, what's the word for it? It's, it's uh, extra money uh, to be able to 
do extra entertainment because nobody's right now paying for ball games in this area as far as but I know. If I take a, a, a family of four or five, you have to have a pretty good job or be very serious about baseball because yes. you haven't bought your peanuts and popcorn yet. Well, they, and, I, they, and no beer, beer could be up to $10 here. And it assumes that people have that kind of money to spend that. That's now, right. we also, we used to have a major league right across the river at PGE Park. The That's Beavers, correct. right? And That's the Timbers, right. what, what, they're, anyway, they were, there's this, and they left. Now that we don't have a major league because they couldn't make it even in the heart of Portland. And I wonder why do we think that if we build an, uh, a brand new stadium and take that overhead and bring a minor league over here, there's going to be enough money to support that. The, there's an argument for and against it, but uh, the, this is, is this really the topic that, as a, a, that the county is focused on to bring jobs? Because this is publicly funded jobs, uh, and there's a huge difference. I think when people confuse privately funded jobs, which is basically business, private mm -hmm. businesses, and publicly funded jobs, which is the government saying we're going to take this money out of the out of the economy and we're going to give it to something that's publicly funded. That's a huge difference because that's not sustainable. It's, it's amazing the priorities of our government. Uh, we're looking for 24 million here to bring this venture in here, and uh, a lot of people support that. Um, yeah, I understand. It's amazing that. this year alone. I understand we're going to add $37 million to the I-5 bridge study. That's another, uh, I, I would love to talk to you. know, I feel I, passionate I'm always, about I love, that. I like comparing those dollars. You know, we got yes. $37 million to throw into this water hole out here, and, and yet we have no money for health care here in Clark County, and, and yet we're considering bonding? Priorities, that's right. Well, in, here, here's what I'm thinking, uh, Tom, is that, this is this is not something that we're just beginning to talk about and and then go to a vote and say do, do, okay county citizens is there a majority in this county that want to do this mm -hmm. that's not how this is happening they're, they're pushing this down the track pretty fast and I hope it doesn't come to the responsibility of three commissioners having a vote on this this is huge and we we have trouble building parks for families that for entertainment during these tough times, and that's the only entertainment they have. Right, our, our, our property taxes and various forms of taxes yes. are already being paid now to par uh, parks which are free to people. Yes. And we can go create our own ball games there, create our own entertainment there, and, and we have enjoy those. We're already being, Little League. Yeah, so Little no. League is great. So if they're in Little League, I, I expect is playing about the same season as and these, so if the you can. The Little League I think builds character. Yes. I think we already have character in bigger leagues, right? <laughs> so we shouldn't have to be for that, too. <laughs> well, it depends on what sport. If you're talking about basketball, or <laughs> sometimes we lack that. Well, yes. the, this, the, timing-wise, this project is on a fast, fast track. And is, uh, there is no plan at this point, I mean, that's foreseeable, for this to go to a vote of the people. This is something that is rush, 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 and I read about this in the paper a few days ago that, and mm -hmm. that said that they hope to have this, these plans approved within two months. Oh, my goodness. And if that's going to happen, that means there's no vote except for mm -hmm. going to, to the county commissioners and try to get two of those county commissioners to vote to, in, to do this without a vote of the people. Normally, 
in construction of something this size, it takes six months at least just just to get through the permitting process. So I'm very interested in it. And you know, when we do other construction and whatnot, we have traffic impact fees, school impact fees. Sure, if we're going to try to... We, we have there's all nothing. these there other fees that need to come up. Who's paying for those? Are we going to swallow them? It's, it, it just seems like something's... We have the to the process it. here is very important. Well, I did hear that they're talking about putting this over by Clark College. Yes, it is, it is basically going to consume land that is reserved yeah. uh, for, which I think is a good idea that we reserve land for the future, and, uh, that, and yet we're going to consume that with a stadium and consume the parking spaces at Clark College for the stadium and I, it also, the, the plans, of course, merge with these plans to bring light rail. I didn't want to bring that up again, David. You're right. bringing that up now. I didn't want to talk about I-5 Bridge anymore. Well, it, it, <laughs> it, it just it, You're right. it helps to justify light rail because you don't have enough parking in the area. Absolutely. And so people are going to have to bring here, bring, mm -hmm. uh, take the light rail there. We're going to lose, all the, we're going to lose that senior center. We're going to lose all those... Uh, that beautiful park there where you see just full of kids on a daily basis. So you know, it would lose where's, our, where's our would lose our open space yeah. there. It reminds me of the, the time. I remember I was here when the argument was going on, the debate was going on, where to put Clark College. Originally, they were going to put Clark College downtown Vancouver, and I was not oh involved in any, of the, any politics or anything back then. And I just simply as a Joe Public guy, I was thinking, what in the world? Why, why would they try to put a campus like the Clark College campus turned out to be out there, 134th it's and growing, it's huge. And, or the 205 and the 205. The traffic, yeah. The certain time they were going to put that downtown Vancouver, and they were trying to rush that through and make that happen. What a catastrophe that would have been, in comparison to the more appropriate location where it mm. is now. They had open space. They made that. They got the traffic and all of that works so much better. The imagine how much traffic problem we have on the five in the downtown Vancouver area now if yeah. Clark College was there. And here we have another mm -hmm. traffic generator right at Clark College when already they don't have enough parking. It's, uh, well, I assume they don't have enough parking. I could be wrong in that, but it, it seems whatever it is, this should not be rushed through. I've, I've gone through there at different times of day, lunchtime, for example. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of frightful. We have several crosswalks with flashing lights and yellow lights and blinking lights. And you got cars going every, every direction. You got kids walking across the streets without looking. It's as if they've got this right away. And you don't know if they're coming between the cars or across. It, it, and, it, and it backs up all the way from fourth plane all the way through the, through the college. The traffic does. Yeah. So already we've got traffic got a mess density there. And here we're adding a certain amount. Yeah. And I can imagine if we were to try to bring a business to that area, they're going to have to go through traffic studies and they're going to impact fees. And uh, it's going to be a, quite a process and permit fees. It, it's uh, why in the world would they rush this? All the commuters now are going to be going to that parking garage that that's proposed for light rail. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how we keep coming back to this I-5 bridge thing, but 
We've, we've got some real problems. Well, it, it may be yeah. that some of the same people are, 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 are behind the same, this thing. Andy, whatever it yeah. is, uh, the process, both are, you know, for whatever it is, whether it be the light rail crossing project or any of these other things, it sounds like that really ought to go to avoid it, vote of the people. So, Tom, as a commissioner, if, they, if, if this project comes before the commissioners, and you're asked to approve this project without a vote of the people, I would, uh, what are you going to do? Are you going to... Uh, obviously, I, I can't support it. Okay, so no you would vote against know, it. No one what I know today, and, and I, I can't find a benefit uh, for the people of Clark County. I can see a lot of responsibility, a lot of burden. We can't keep shoring up these ventures. It needs to be left to the private sector to decide what's going to make money and what's not. If the owners of that building, of, of that uh, ball team, uh, sees it's going to make money, then they should invest themselves or go look for private investors and sell it sure. to them. Sure. So in, in this case, at least if it went to the vote of, of the people who are going to be the ones uh, attending this, if they, mm -hmm. if they voted in, and they'll be the ones paying for it, if it goes to the vote of the people, they can say yes or no. David, I still have trouble because we don't know today if you're going to tax my movie theater or not. You could be taxing my movie theater ticket and my fairgrounds ticket. Fairgrounds is about families. Yes. And they're struggling to be able to go there now. And I'm now. glad that you have those, those, the, that, that clear understanding of the appropriate role of government. Mm. The government is meant to do some things, and other yeah. things are very, very optional. And those optional things either just are off the table because that is outside the normal scope, or yeah. if people, if, if they still want it, at least if they have a choice, they can say yes or no. In this case, we have uh, the other uh, two county commissioners, we've got Steve Stewart. Now, he has a, a baseball background, so you can bet he really likes baseball. Well, you know, so I, I expect he's, he, he's, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if he was very strongly supportive if, of this project. If I project. have time, and I used to go uh, to the baseball field over by where I lived, and, and I enjoyed it. And if I had time, I would probably go. But that doesn't mean I expect somebody else to pay for my recreation. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> now, we, if Steve Stewart is is in favor of this, and you're opposed to it, mm -hmm. then you you can you have one other county commissioner, Mark yeah. Bolt, and Mark Bolt can he's the tiebreaker in this case. If Steve says I want it, and I'm I'm not saying he 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 does because I, I haven't talked yeah, to him. I, I don't think all the facts are clear to him yet either, but I think that he has been the main contact. I'm told, which um, is appropriate because he's got baseball yeah. background. Yeah, and, and that could be it. And, and maybe uh, when my other commissioners see this, uh, they'll, uh, they're not rushing into this yet. That I, I just came from a board meeting, uh, Commissioner Bolt and I, uh, Commissioner Stewart was off on another uh, duty, and um, I didn't see Commissioner Bolt diving into this. Uh -huh. He's uh, very curious like I am as okay. to how they're going to sell it. Well, can I ask you to do this? Sure. If this gets on the agenda, and you see that, oh, we got a vote coming up here. They're gonna, this, this uh, project is coming up for a vote and before the county commissioners to build the stadium and add an entertainment tax. Hmm. Will you come back and let us know, and we'll get on the air here, and we'll um, let people know that this is before the board, and uh, the 
at least people can participate in the process. Yes. And that, that invitation goes not only to you, but it goes to Steve Stewart, and it goes to Mark Bold, and it goes to whoever else is trying to promote this, because we really want to know about both sides of this issue. And it, it, but whatever it is, it should not be rushed. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't, and, and if it's going to be incurring a deficit like this, a debt, a bond, and an extra, extra tax to pay that off over 20-some years, mm -hmm. And if it's going to be a, a yearly amount that's going to be costing taxpayers just to keep it operating, uh, then it really ought to go to a vote of the people. Uh, I, I'm curious, as a commissioner, how often are you faced with something new like this where there's a brand new tax, a brand new major project, and as county commissioners, you voted on yourself and you decide whether or not you're going to do it versus allowing the people to say yes or no, have, let that go to a vote of the well, people. Even in our budget process, it takes all year long. And so, um, haste makes waste. And, and boy, I'm, I'm scared to death of something coming so fast that we don't have uh, a chance to answer, ask the question. Um, and there's so many gray areas that I don't yeah. understand or believe in. So. And hopefully, and we'll give the benefit of the doubt. I assume that the other, that all three county commissioners will go through the process. If this, is, if somebody's trying to really push this along, and mm -hmm. and it's not an emergency, and this is not an essential service, there are essential things that need to be happening to be focused on. I'm assuming that they'll take their time, and they can study it, they can research it, and they can get input. And it, at some point, they can evaluate it. But even then, I hope that they'll have the respect for citizens to let this go to a vote of the people and say if even if even if we uh, see that as a uh, pretty stre uh, far stretch of what the normal county government would do mm -hmm. at least the people can decide in comparison to the, yeah. the county commissioner saying just do it. <laughs> I'll explain to you what happened to Safeco Field up in Seattle. Mm -hmm. I was in the legislature back then and um, the owners came in there and bought uh, time with every lobbyist, every hundreds of lobbyists, and they attacked every legislator in Olympia to promote this, and it got passed. Hmm. Wrongfully, wrongfully so, it got passed. Very, very controversial, and it might be a good lesson for someone to go back and look at some history. The which is a. That's a, an aborted process, an abortive process. It's really yes. short-circuiting power of the people, by the people, for the people. Sure when does. big decisions like that really ought to be made by the citizens who are going to be footing the bill, because mm -hmm. the, <laughs> those legislators are not going to be footing the bill for that. It's going to be need the to citizens. be held accountable. I guess we're going to go back yes. and talk about the charter. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hold your elected officials at, uh, accountable. Make them be accountable, make sure that they represent you. That's right. And one of the reasons why we're doing this Clark County today here in our groove.com, one of the reasons is just to help citizens get informed, get engaged. Yes. And I really do want, uh, and if we knew, we knew, uh, we'll extend it directly, but still spread the word uh, to the other commissioners. Uh, this is not to be a one-sided uh, exposure here. I really would like yes. to hear Steve come it's, and talk about this. It's great to have, have all views sure. and, and how they see it. And um, mm -hmm. uh, it, to my knowledge, it's not a done deal, but then I was the last one to learn about it. 
Well, hopefully uh, we won't be the last one to learn that it's been passed. Yes. So please it, it's kind remember of to contact us if this ends up coming up on the yeah. agenda. We'll be, we'll be looking, but in case we miss it, you, you'll learn about the agenda before we will, uh, that uh, we'll make sure we, people are aware that this is an issue that they, if they have a voice on this, they ought to let that voice be heard then. Great. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Tom? This has been interesting. I appreciate your time. Thanks for coming to talk. Thank you. I hope, hope to come back. Thank you. That wraps it for Clark County Today. Thank you.